1: Episode 9 of Season 2, Nate. Uh, right.
0: How are we doing today, my man? Doing pretty good. Got the fresh sign right behind us, just
1: buzzing. That's right. Things looking, looking good. The purple neon daily intermission sign. Nice addition to the new studio. Uh, really excited about that. I mean, it, you know, it goes through. I mean, we look across... You see neon signs all the time is what I'm trying to say. Uh, You know, at restaurants, various places. But, man, I didn't realize how expensive these things are. Yeah. I mean,
0: we're not going to give away the exact amount of what ours cost. I don't believe. No. But, uh, yeah, and you know what another thing is, too, when you see them? It's just, like, you kind of take them for granted. Like, you see a neon sign, you're like, oh, cool. Yeah. And then you you start thinking about how much they cost, and you're like, holy smokes. Like, some of them you see at, like, ice cream shops and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, like, is that necessary?
1: Oh, for sure. (laughs) Like... Um, but, you uh, know, it's definitely a nice addition, nice, uh, nice touch. Uh, to the new studio, uh, Nate, I wanted to get into, before we get into sports, before we uh, enter the uh, sports landscape, I want to talk a little bit about airports. Uh, my mom recently uh, flew out to Mexico, obviously extremely jealous about that. But, um, you know, one of her flights was cancelled. And, you know, it brings me back to, to kind of an airport horror story that I have. Uh, but uh, but anything in the airports, anything, uh, you know, out of the ordinary happened to you? Well, I
0: feel like everybody's got at least one absolute disaster of a story at an airport. I think you could take one flight in your life and you would still have, there'd be something. For sure. Sure. I mean, the only thing that really comes to mind for me is one time I had a ton of delays. I got delayed. Our flight got canceled. We were going to Toronto, got canceled. um, Then a snowstorm got to Toronto. So when we were flying out, anyway, it ended up being like an extra day and a half of just like you know what i mean like killing time in spots where you're just like where do we go we were i, I was drinking beers in a movie theater at one point
1: yeah well yeah I like mean, it's- there's there's some positives to draw out of that i mean extend your trip a little bit obviously it's gonna be a little bit more expensive but um but yeah i was uh, i was on my way out to uh, to whistler to uh, to work and I was in Toronto and, and uh, you know I had a little bender with my friends there and, and I went to the airport early one morning at 9am hoping to hop on a, a 10.30 flight. And the flight to Vancouver was cancelled. Uh, the issue was that my training started the next day. And, and when you're working for uh, this big hotel company, it's Fairmont, I'm not afraid to say it, uh, it's mandatory a two-day, full-day training. Uh, and it's and it's not even specific to your job. It's just uh, customer service, yeah. um, you know, just kind of plain and simple conduct with, you know, how, you know, what they demand and, and everything, you know, you know, their values and, and everything like that. So, um, so I, you know, I was walking through the airport. I am I'm distraught, obviously, you know, I'm heading out to Vancouver, um, but uh, I'm walking down, you know, through the gates. I don't know what the main hallway is called, but uh, a cousin I hadn't seen since maybe I was five or six. Uh, she's working at the WestJet gate. What? And she flags me down. Her name is Holly. She'll so shout out the Holly, and I hadn't seen Holly, and you know, like since I was five. So this is this is three years ago, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, Greg! Like no way! Listen, let me sit down and let me get you on anyway." She gets me on a flight. Uh, five o'clock. It was crazy. Uh, and I get out to, to Whistler. I told this story uh, back on the podcast with Park O'Rourke, but, uh, but she gets me on a flight. I get to Vancouver around 5 o'clock local time. I pay for a cab because I had missed my my shuttle from the yeah. airport to Whistler. Paid for a cab, about $300. They had me set up at the Fairmont. But, uh, but a wild story, a wild uh, turn of events, obviously, with Holly to come to the, to the rescue. That's
0: so lucky that she was there. What are the odds? I, and honestly, kind of impressive that she even recognized you. You haven't seen her since you were
1: like five, right? Yeah, we, I mean, we, we, we keep in touch via, via okay. social media. And, gotcha. and whatnot, and, and uh, you know, I don't, don't want to say I was long the lookout, but I knew that she was working for WestJet in Toronto. So, okay. uh, so I mean, yeah, it, it was pieces uh, were there. Yeah, for sure. It was it was unbelievable though. Um, but uh, but hey, moving in it's Aus- it's Australian Open uh, yep. right now in uh, in Australia and obviously the headlining topic uh, when it comes to the Australian Open was uh, was Novak Djokovic uh, unable to play, unable to uh, to take down the you know the the crown jewel of most majors won by a male tennis player. Um, but we've got some Canadians playing and and uh, you know Dennis Shapovalov and, and Felix. Uh, I'm, I can't go at his last name, but Felix is what I'll call him. Yeah. Um, both tremendous Canadian young talents, um, and uh, I think the ninth and fifteenth ranked uh, in the men's side. They're both moving on to the third round. Uh, obviously, Leila Fernandez is is kind of our girl. Uh, you know, after that uh, incredible U.S. Open run and losing in the finals last year, but she was eliminated in the first round. But uh, but it's gonna be exciting to watch that Australian Open
0: for sure. I was excited as well to watch uh, Emma, and I cannot pronounce her last name either. Is it Radakanu? Uh yep. the girl that Layla yep. played in the US Open That's I was right. excited to watch her but she's done now too. It's uh, crazy. She lost second round. Well it, I mean it's kind of tough right? Like you just kind of buzz through and it's just like that single elimination kind of thing and like
1: Yeah, but it's uh, the same type of court is it not it's hard court in Australian? I'm not sure exactly how those work. I know what there's, there's Australian play. and US yeah, clay's French and then play. the grass is Wimbledon. But I yes. think that US and Australian are hard court. So it's it's weird right. because obviously they they showed off their hard court dominance in the US and New York there. Mm. Um, man, what a match that was! Oh, it was incredible. The US Open final was incredible. Incredible. Uh, I saw that uh, Osaka is back, which is nice. She had a brief leave uh, due to you know the mental health and everything uh, like that. So uh, she's back in the mix, and uh, and we're excited about that. But Nate, moving to the NFL, I mean, it was phew, what an NFL Sunday we had, man, and, and uh, Sunday and Monday, I should say. Uh, but obviously, we moved past Saturday where the Patriots got dusted. Um, <laughs> and we've covered uh, that already. We've been through that, but uh, but starting off with the two o'clock game. Uh, Tom Brady uh, takes on the Eagles. Uh, and the box <laughs> dismantle yeah. the Eagles. I, and, you know, I had a th- there
0: was a slight thought in my head. I was like, you know what? I think it was when we were on the TikTok Lives. A lot of people were kind of just, like, getting in my ear. You know what I mean? You listen to something enough and you start thinking it. But it was just like, Eagles going to upset Eagles. I didn't think there was really a shot. But I started thinking about the overtime game. And I was like... Maybe I run it. The odds were good. Yeah, didn't end up happening. Absolute murder fest out there.
1: Yeah, I think it was thirty-one nothing at one point. Yeah. Um. But uh, but we go. We talked about it on the podcast before. Nate. Philadelphia fans, man. They can. They have a way of persuading you, and they, I, they give you a narrative, and you're like, ah, maybe they are going to be pretty good. It's a
0: classic case of like just someone who's just you know what I mean. Like you you think the same thing. I look back to what like in 2011 with the Capitals. I was like, yeah, there's a shot like they could win the cup. And then like when I really think about it and like look at it, it's like there was no chance. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just kind of get overconfident of your team, but yeah, Philly fans are kind of I I can picture a few of them that are just like, "No, like
1: this QB's sick." Like, oh, it's it, it's just they're just such diehards. I mean, just such a great fan base, but yeah. yeah, I mean, they 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 have a way it just kind of, <laughs> you know, Giving you some pointers, when you're like you overthink, the, you know everything like that. But uh, but no, the, the box took care of them. Uh, their defense is getting healthy. It is surprising. Tristan Wirfs, Nate. I don't know if you've seen Tristan Wirfs. But Tristan Wirfs was the eighth overall pick two years ago. He's a right guard. He's one of the best right guards in the league. But he's got a video. He's he's like 320 pounds of him jumping out of a pool. Man, how many people can do that? I certainly can't. But, no I can kidding. barely swim. Well, that's what I'm saying. I
0: doggy paddle all day. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't. You get a backstroke into me, I'm I'm dead in the water. Yep. But, yeah, that stuff's so crazy. I mean, Chris Kreider can do it. It's there's insane. A, it seems like there's a ton of uh, professional athletes that can do it, which, I mean, for the most part, makes sense. I mean, they're absolute freaks of nature.
1: Yeah, their lower body strength is For insane. sure. But then yeah. when
0: you think about how hard that is, and, you know, for, like, an outside perspective, like, if you're looking and be like, okay, like, what? Like, it's not that difficult. That has got to be one of the harder things going. Oh
1: man, well, I mean, Chris Carter's impressive, but I mean, Tristan Wirfs is 320 pounds. Exactly. Like, how do you get out? like? It's crazy and that is video. He, is he jumping off the steps, or is he jumping
0: straight off the bottom right, of the shallow end? Right out of the shallow end. That's insane.
1: Yeah. That's not crazy. That's
0: insane. I know. I couldn't even jump. I couldn't even jump if there was ju- no water. I don't think oh. I could
1: jump that high off uh, flat. I mean, it would be a tough scene for me. I'd get the life jacket, water wings on. You know, I've got the uh, scuba. <laughs> Uh, scuba snorkeling and and uh, and trying to jump out of the pool, but uh, but no no Tristan Wirfs, no Godwin, no a, no AB, no playoff Lenny. I mean they I mean they, they they need to get healthy. I mean that backfield you know they're not going to win a Super Bowl with uh, with you know running. Um, gosh, I can't you know Le'Veon Bell I think got a few touches and and uh, you know whomever they had running the ball that game they can't I can't think of them right now. But uh, but then we move on Nate, to kind of the highlight game uh, on on Sunday. It was the 49ers in Dallas. And, uh, you know, what a wild game. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys, they're America's team. They've got a huge fan base. They take 14 penalties. It seemed like after every single drive they were on, they shot themselves in the foot. Just... Just terrible mistakes um, and, you know, holding penalties, you know, not getting set at the line. Uh, it was it was incredible. But they still had a chance. It I was, know. And that was your overtime game, right? <clears throat> it
0: was my overtime game. it got close at the end. I, they ended up winning by the 49ers pulled it off by six, I do believe. So, I, I mean, so. there was
1: an outside chance. I was like, all
0: right, let's see him get a touchdown here and miss the kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there was no shot. But, yeah, I mean, they stormed back. It was, I believe, 23-7 to seven at one point. I was like, this is yep. done. Yep. This is done. And they managed to get it back. <clears throat> it was hilarious watching. Um, it was the play Dak Prescott threw that pick. It was like it couldn't have been much further than like 15 yards in front of him. He gets picked, and then they immediately score. And I I kills me sometimes looking at the camera angles that they use. And it's just like he throws the pick, they score, and then it just goes right to Dak on the bench, and he's just like,
1: "Oh yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> huge mistake." Yeah. Um. But uh, But yeah, the Cowboys driving. They have got a chance to win the game. They got 14 seconds left. They call a quarterback draw, which is just <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, you know, you got two shots from the end zone around the forty yards line. He he ends up picking up like fifteen yards on the draw, but they can't get the ball set. The game ends. Uh, so the 49ers are moving on. They will play uh, Green Bay this week in Lambeau. So it'd be interesting. We'll we'll preview the games here in a minute. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but then it was Big Ben's retirement party. Yeah, uh, at retirement. Night. yeah. I mean.
0: I mean, yeah. It was it was bad.
1: It was. It wasn't even close at any point. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, playoff Patrick or playoff Jackson Mahomes' brother. Mm-hmm. He's a handful. Uh, you know, threw for five touchdowns. Uh, you know, it it, it it was out of hand the entire game. There was no real chance the Pittsburgh Steelers had at winning that football game. And Big Ben said it in the media yep. in the week. No he chance. He
0: called it early. That too. I know we're going to preview the games in a second. But I am so pumped for the Chiefs Bills game. Oh, it is going to be unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. yeah,
1: just two of the best quarterbacks in the AFC. I mean, you know, you think the Buffalo Bills, this is the exact same situation they found themselves in last year. Chiefs have been to -to back-to-back Super Bowls, three straight AFC championships. I mean, they're going to be a tough team to beat. It's going to be, like you said, Nate, it's going to be the highlighted game of the week. It's going to be super exciting. Uh, Before we get into that, though, Casey obviously dismantling Pittsburgh. We had one more game of the Super Wild Card Week, and it was Monday night, first playoff Monday night of all time. And this one, again, wasn't close. The Rams dismantled the Cardinals. Kyler Murray, man, I'm not sure what this guy was thinking. He looked like a grade 11, learning the quarterback position at times. Just extremely nervous, making decisions. I mean, he was avoiding a safety, getting tackled in the end zone. And he threw the ball underhand to a DB on the Rams. And he tiptoed in the end zone for a pick six. It's, it's hilarious. I, he was looking terrible. It's almost like he he
0: should have been just maybe gone and played baseball the way he was looking you know what i mean it's yeah like, i'm sure the oakland athletics would still uh still take you for sure so i mean if all hell breaks loose kyler you're still uh you're still set. that is so crazy too um just i think we've talked about that before too but him just being able to be drafted to the nlb and the nfl yeah like, a lot of quarterbacks yeah. a lot of
1: quarterbacks i mean you think tom brady russell wilson jackson mahomes uh, brother jackson mahomes brother Something there too yep, right yeah yep. Yeah, there are. I mean, there's a, obviously, you know, that uh, the ability to throw and, and um, yeah. you know, a, a lot of them play. I mean, the, the United States, you know, football and baseball are, they're different seasons. They kind of go hand in hand, uh, you know, to play both. Um, but, uh, but a couple outside narratives of that game. Eric Weddle, uh, safety, longtime safety in the NFL. Um, you know, a lot of people will be familiar with that name, Eric Weddle. So he's sitting at home. He hasn't played football in two years. He gets a call on Tuesday before the Monday night game. And the Rams go, listen, we're banged up at the position. You in shape? And he goes, yeah, I'm in shape. They bring him up, sign him, and he plays the whole game.
0: I know we talked about it, too. It's hilarious how that turned out. Like, he undoubtedly was sitting on the couch. Oh, yeah. Yep. Absolutely crushing Cheetos, probably. Yep. And you know what? He's going to say, I'm going to come. We're going to play. Yeah. And he did it. Yeah. It's honestly crazy. It's something is. out of a movie.
1: It is, man, and he—I mean—he's a—he was a great safety when he played. I mean, he, he's famously remembered for not wearing gloves and taping every single finger like a candy cane uh, with white hockey tape what looked like, but uh, but Eric Weddle, yeah, I mean, we uh, can you imagine if you're just, you know, you're know you sitting there hammered, you know, or not hammered, you know, four beers, bag and a Cheetos box, like on your, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'll, I'll, I'll
0: imagine just being like, just a little bit over the edge too, and like, getting the call, and you just happen to have a few, and you were like, kind of blackout, and you wake up in the morning, you'd be like, that was a crazy dream, yeah. you know, I mean? you'd be, you'd be, there'd yeah. be no shot, you'd be thinking that actually happened, you'd be like, wait a minute, it's yeah, like, yeah. guys knocking at the door, it's like, let's go,
1: yeah, you're like, Holy moly! All it's right. like okay, I'm in it. I'm yeah.
0: back in the league, honey. I'll see you in a bit. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but uh, but Cam Akers made his return, uh, running back for the Rams after six months ago tearing his Achilles. Um, so I mean, it's a very quick recovery for a running back as well. Yeah, quick recovery there. And JJ Watt made his return for the Cardinals, uh, short lived. But uh, but JJ Watt, he seems to recover faster than any human being on the planet. A bit of a superhero. Uh, when it comes to recoveries. But, uh, but yeah, the Rams. So, so Nate, we're set for, uh, for for Saturday and Sunday. So, Saturday, we got Cincinnati in Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, we're rolling bangles. We're on the bangles. We're rolling bangles. I mean, if you haven't noticed, we do have a few new additions. We've got more coming to the backdrop. One of them is... We're big Joe Burrow guys.
0: We are. Over here at
1: the Daily Intermission.
0: You, you get a re- picture with Livvy, you're my guy.
1: Yeah, and, and we're riding Houday Nation. I mean, uh, the Bengals have looked good. Uh, we're all over the Bengals this week to take down the Tennessee Titans. Imagine they pull out the Super Bowl dub. Oh. Imagine. Insane.
0: Imagine insane. the fairy. D- There'd be movies. Yeah. Joe Burrow and yeah. the boys.
1: Yeah. Houdet. No. Absolutely. Uh, Saturday night night, San Francisco in Green Bay.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: This is a tough one. I like
0: you kind of I wouldn't hate seeing the 49ers pull up, but I just don't see it happening. I'm on know? the same boat. Like. Yeah. Yeah, like, So I think we're rolling Green Bay. And I mean, I, from a betting standpoint, it'd be hard not to.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I, I just kind of look at the game. I mean, you know, both teams have playmakers on both sides of the ball. But I'm going to look at Jimmy Garoppolo versus Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And, and it's, like, it's really that's not even close. men against boys. Yeah, it's like, really not even close there. Uh, but moving into Sunday, this is where we get into the big boy games. we got the Rams heading into Tampa Bay. Is that the afternoon? Afternoon. Oh, the Sunday nighter. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Sunday afternoon we got uh, LA at Tampa Bay. I, gosh, man, I can't do it. I can't bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs. I'm gonna take the Buccaneers. I know I've been saying the Rams. We're on the Rams Bills, but I I can't bet against Tom. Yeah, it's tough to. It's it's got to be the biggest
0: pick'em. Well, you know what? Both those Sunday games are absolute pick'em's. Yeah, that is so hard. I I'm excited to see what the odds are gonna be. For sure. There's there's definitely gonna be some minus three spreads. That's for sure. Yes. Um, I might roll the Rams. Yep just cuz i don't know just to get maybe when we get our lives going we'll have a little bit of a uh, little bit of altercation going back and forth but Absolutely. i also want to
1: see brady win yeah. you know what i mean so the it's like
0: super bowl like i don't want to see him lose
1: yeah i want exactly. him to just keep racking him up for sure um i i think odell beckham junior too like as much as I enjoy watching him play the game, he's just such a prima donna with some of his celebrations and the attention he demands. And Sean McVay, I know he's a great coach and everything, but he just some of the things that he does—he runs on the field and like celebrates in the end zone with the players—I just find it a complete milk at times. <laughs> uh, but I'll be on the box Sunday, and then I'm all over the Bills to beat the yeah. Chiefs. Uh, we just want it. Yeah, we want it. I want to see the Bills win it all. Yep, I want
0: to see the Bills win it all. I—I'm not a big Mahomes guy. I hate Mahomes. I don't love him, man. No,
1: I well, and it, it, it all just boils down for me the fact that they're calling him the Goat 2.0 or whatever, well, they're crowning him the best, it, the greatest of all time uh, in his fourth year in the, in the NFL. Yeah,
0: which is just insanity <clears> when <throat> you currently still have Brady playing. Yeah, when the guy I mean, maybe, uh, he yeah. he beat him last year. Yeah, exactly. Like, and then what was it that that Madden cover they came out with? with the two goats. Absolute travesty. It's like when First we're, off, you can't
1: have two in the same sport. Yeah, like it's what? it's just not you can't pluralize uh, greatest of all times. The greatest of all time. The
0: GOATs. The greatest of all times.
1: It's, it, I mean, yeah, it's so overused that there's really no weight to the greatest of all time anymore. People call every single player in the league the GOAT. They do. They call us the GOAT. They. I've heard it about us in their lives. The yeah, GOATs. The GOATs. It's like, yeah. well, there's two of us. Yeah. It's got to be one of us, if any. Just say the di's is the GOAT. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, hey, we're going to move on to the NBA, and, and uh, we're starting things off. We had a trade this week. We got Bull Bull, who was traded twice in 10 days. Uh Bull Bull and uh and PJ Dozier are heading off to the Celtics. Um and uh in a three team trade, uh Hernan Gomez is off to the San Antonio Spurs and Bryn Forbes is heading to uh to Denver. There was some cash exchange uh I think headed to San Antonio, which is just odd. But they I wanted to bring up, I mean like how does the dynamic of a three-team trade go down? It's like your you're two GMs are going out, and it's like, you know what? You know what? Who else would be good? Let me get on the phone yeah. with this guy. It's like, I got a guy down in New Orleans. Yeah.
0: He uh, he might be all over this. That's the funniest thing, too, when cash is involved in yeah. trades. It's yeah, like yeah. they throw money. It's like, what was it uh, in the NHL? I think it's most famously uh, Dan Cleary. I believe he was traded for $1. Oh,
1: gosh. Which and he was just, a good
0: player. Yeah, no, he turned out great. Pride yeah. of Newfoundland, baby. That's right. Um. But, yeah, it's a hilarious thing to think of. And I, I, you got to think that maybe it's something to do with we. maybe we just, from an outside perspective, aren't aware of how much these guys are, like, in contact with each other. You know what I mean? Like, they could be calling each other every day, like, yeah. chatting it up. Who knows? You get some four-way calls on there. But just the dynamic of that three-way trade, it's like, first off, I don't understand them. Neither do I. Sometimes I see it, and it's like one team got absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you're like, okay, well, why were you even in on it?
1: Exactly. It's so yeah. strange to me. Yeah.
0: And I can't wrap my head around when I see the three-team trade that it shows the three like teams and what they got, but it's like, where'd it start? Yeah, exactly. Like where'd it go yeah. and like,
1: where did like, it's so weird. So odd to me, a uh, three-team trade, like you said, and, and yeah, it, what a fascinating dynamic that would be to, to, uh, to, understand is, you know, what is the daily life of a general manager in professional sports? Like how often, like you said, are they reaching out to other general managers kicking tires? Um, you'd have to think that Kenny Holland and the, you know, we're going to get into the NHL, but he'll be kicking tires. Um, you know, it, it's crazy.
0: You got to think, too, it's just kind of funny because I feel like every time you see, um, like, like a behind-the-scenes, like, a documentary or something and it shows GMs, it just shows them just absolutely dialed. Like, yep. you know what I mean? They're oh, never, yeah. like, joking around with anybody. Yes, it's just exactly. like, yeah, I got this guy on the phone right now. It's like, yeah, we're going to close the deal. It's like, yeah, shut yeah. it off. And I feel like that's just for the camera because I feel like there's got to be a different scenario where they're, like, obviously a lot better friends and, like, a little more jokey around than they would be, or else yeah. It's and, like... and you
1: think about it. I mean, it's not like trades are going down every day. It's like it seems like a bigger waste of time if you're on the if you're working the phones every single yeah. day and pulling off one trade every two years. Yeah, you know? exactly. So yeah, I mean, you bring up a good point. Um, but uh, but Chandler Parsons, Nate, uh, former uh, Houston Rocket, Dallas uh, Maverick, and Memphis Grizzly. I mean, he was he was for a long time. The man rocket of of the NBA. I mean, I hate bringing that up, but uh, but I you know he was he was big time in the women's scene. I mean, he's dated some highlighted uh, females in um, in Hollywood and and uh, and Shams, uh, our guy from Stadium and Bally Sports. Uh, he tweeted that uh, he was uh, I think he was injured a couple years back, but he hasn't played in a few years. But uh, I guess he's settled for a big chunk of change so that'd be a nice way to ride into the sunset is uh is get injured and, and get paid
0: oh 100 either that or like when your contract gets bought out and you're at the end of it yeah you know what i mean it's yeah like, yeah right, i'll take like mike richards i think for instance he just chills yeah bobby ryan i think was uh, another ryan. guy yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah mike richards gets a million dollars a year until like 2030 all he does is ice fish Oh, Just living the dream. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, and and uh, cup champ. But uh, oh, but yeah. uh, but last night, Nate, it would be two, it would be two nights ago for the listeners. I mean, Joel Embiid, 50 points mm-hmm. in 27 minutes. You got you got uh, Nikola Jokic, uh, former MVP, 49 points. I mean, the big men doing work, and I love watching these guys go to town. I mean, Joel Embiid. I mean, I don't know how tall he is. Seven foot three. He's pretty 100. agile, man. Oh yeah. Crazy. Well, they're, they're freaks, man. Who was yeah.
0: another guy? Um, I was looking at it. Oh, uh, Luca. Yep. Luca had 41 against the Raptors. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Season high. Yeah. Siakam didn't have a bad run either. I think he had 20 and a few rebounds or something. I actually got into the, uh, I got on a little betting spree last night. Okay. Okay. So yeah. I got in. You know, I've been, obviously, for you, the Instagram followers, if you've been trailing mine at all, which if you would have been December, you would have been hemorrhaging money, but I'm actually kind of hot right now. I've been doing the uh, NBA under. Over unders, yep, and I got on. Uh, I threw on the uh Wizards Nets game, just the tail end of it, yep. And I was going for the under, and I lost. No way, yeah. Well, the boys got the Wizards just decided to storm back. They bagged like 32 points in the fourth quarter and just (sighs) completely screwed it for me.
1: Brutal, Kyrie was playing, wasn't he? Yeah, I I think so. He was, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but I'm happy you brought up Siakam because Nick Nurse. Is really uh, we'll move into the Raptors uh, realm. It's uh, he's been he's been playing like they they beat the Bucks the other night mm-hmm. a huge win in Milwaukee. But they played seven guys. They had Fred Van Fleet played like forty four minutes. Siakam's playing forty two minutes. I mean he's telling Masai Ujiri and Bobby Webster. I need some depth and I need some depth now because I mean, he's running these guys into the dirt. The minutes that these guys are playing Siakam and Scotty Barnes and OG Ananobi and, and Fred Van Vliet, it is insane. Chris Boucher is another guy I've been playing lots. So um, I was just
0: pulling up that game log here because I want to see minutes. Yeah, you yep. got Siakam played 40.
1: 40 minutes. Van
0: Vliet, 41. Yep. Ananobi, 39.
1: So like that's that's insanity. Um, so yeah, he's been running these guys. I mean, uh, you man. know, he's. I think that's that's just showcasing to his GM and his president. Like, I need some guys who can play. Right. You know, he's not. They're winning games. You know, they're right on the edge of the playoffs, and and uh, and they need uh, they need some depth and and help. So I, I I could see the Raps going out making a splash for sure. I you know? mean, what,
0: yeah, it's crazy, man. It, it, I'm just looking. I'm flabbergasted by this sheet. It's outrageous. Yeah. You got 39, 40, 39, 41, 36, 30, and then two guys got in five minutes and seven minutes, and then you have six guys on the bench who didn't even sniff. <laughs> didn't even sniff. <laughs> it's
1: But it's for, crazy, for nurse, man.
0: it's like at the same time, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, go get me some guys. Like, what am I – I can't do any more than what
1: I have. Exactly, so yeah. Feed and me something. It's obviously not confident in guys like Ma- Malachi Flynn and, and – uh, uh, you know other guys that they've drafted and brought in. Uh, yeah, going, well, he's he he left. He's not even showing up. What? Yeah, yeah. He, he was on
0: that sheet for the yeah. that game, but was he? Yeah. Oh geez, I think he was on the bench. Okay, he just played nothing. Didn't um, play. But uh, just called it.
1: Yeah, well, going tragic. I mean, I guess apparently he's back in Toronto, but he'll be moved, or you know, the team doesn't, uh, or you know, they don't see use for him. And he, everyone remembers when he was first traded to Toronto. He said, "I'm not coming." Um, right. But uh, but moving into the NHL, Nate, uh, I think this was very long overdue. But Willie O'Ree, uh, the first African American born player to to play in the National Hockey League, is his jersey gets retired in Boston, and um, you know, it was it was you know a special ceremony. Uh, you know, a, a, a fellow Marathimer, I mean, truly, uh, you know, a great moment.
0: Yeah, he's, what was it, a few years ago he got inducted to the Hall of Fame as well. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's well-deserved for sure. I mean, he's broke the color barrier for the league, and let's go Willie. You'd have to think it's long overdue, though, I mean. Yeah, well, yeah. I thought that even when they did the Hall of Fame thing, it's like, Yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, you're. so you're going to do it now, it's like. He's been retired for
1: yeah. Well, I think his last season was seventy one. Yeah, right. Um, like
0: so I'm surprised you are even on the uh, still able to really be on the ballot at that point.
1: Yeah, you know, no, like exactly. yeah, it's kind of like maybe like uh, exemption or special exemption, yeah. but yeah, uh, for sure. But a, a funny tweet from our guy Pete Blackburn. Um, it was it was obviously the Bruins hosted Carolina and it ended up getting seven one. They gave up five goals in the first and Pete Blackburn... Pete Blackburn said, a nice tribute to Willie O'Ree. The Bruins are going to give up 20, 22 goals in his honor. <laughs> Just He's That guy's so witty and, and yeah. uh, an incredible follow if you're an NHL fan. Yeah. Um, but after that game, well, I should say before that game, um, the uh, Vincent Trocek on the Carolina Hurricanes was asked uh, if he emulates any of his game compared to Brad Marchand. And he responded with, why? Do you think I'm a rat? Yeah. I mean,
0: I feel like the media was kind of like, trying to get something going, and he kind of just like butt bit hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Marshawn came back hot.
1: Yeah, he said, well, that's just like comparing a Prius to a Lamborghini. Um, it's just
0: so outrageous to just like throw out there. But yeah, for sure. Hilarious. I, I mean, right? I
1: mean it, it's it's no there's no there's no allusions to it. Brad Marchand is a much more effective. He's 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 the superior hockey player in almost yeah. every in over every aspect. But uh, but after the game, the uh, Carolina Hurricanes tweeted "L is for Lamborghini." Obviously, a massive beatdown. And Brad Marchand decides to get back in the ring and jump off the top ropes and say. This is still the reason, you're still the reason we pay 20% in escrow, which if you're not familiar with that, uh, the league and the players split 50% of hockey related revenues and if the NHL doesn't get its share, they take a percentage from the NHL players' sh- salary to to even out the pot. Um, so, so obviously, you know, the it's markets, smaller, the original yeah. six markets and the Canadian markets do their fair share and smaller markets like... Carolina and Arizona, Arizona you know, I, um, you know I, I think
0: Arizona has lost money every year.
1: Yeah. Like. So, uh, but Brad I mean, I uh, just, a, he, incredible chirper. Um, but, uh, but that was a funny story Is and it he, definitely made headlines
0: for sure. Is he getting fined for that? no, Really? No. Man, he kind of gets away with it, eh?
1: Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's active online.
0: He is. Yeah. I know. But, like, usually guys get, like, it seems like they throw the book sometimes for just for the odd comment. But, like, I remember not that long ago, too, about the Olympics where he was saying, like, the league's a joke. Yeah. He went off about that. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, yeah, we give you everything you want. And then you take it away from us last second. He's like, it's classic. Like, I'm really surprised he didn't get... Like, how do you not get fined for that? Out of everything I've seen people get fined for.
1: Yeah. I mean... You know, I mean, he's telling he it like verbally, it is. Yeah, he was verbally upset, and I don't know if he like called out anything that was like wasn't like, like obviously in the bargaining deal that uh, you know they had the that they would go to the Olympics and, and they stripped that away from them, and uh, he was complaining about or no, he said take the money. You know, we don't care about the money. If you yeah. if you want to take away money from us, take it. We want to go to the Olympics. But, yeah. uh, but yeah, like you said, I mean, he he does he 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 straddles the line, and, and I'm glad someone does because yeah. you know a lot of you know he's the voice for the for the players, and and he's willing to stand up. And I mean, I love the guy, obviously, you know, being a Bruins fan, but uh, definitely a, a polarizing figure in the NHL. Need uh, moving into one of the biggest dumpster fires, one of the biggest dog water teams in the NHL. The Montreal Canadiens hired a new GM. Kent Hughes, uh, former, you know, he was a big time uh, agent in the NHL. I mean, guys like Chris Letang and, and Drake Bathurston, he was he would represent he represented, but um, but he's hired as the uh, Montreal Canadiens GM. I think he is uh, a bilingual individual. Must um, be. So so we'll see what happens there. I mean, I think uh, you know when when we're on that topic. Um, I think he uh, will be kind of. I don't think he'll be as hands on as as people think in terms of the general manager role. When they typically think of the general manager role, I think it's going to be uh, Jeff Gordon's show.
0: Okay, okay. I was I wasn't aware of yeah. So that's that's interesting because I mean Jeff Gordon. I mean he ran the Rangers for so long. I feel like he'd be the guy for sure. And he's kind of. I feel like he'd be kind of just like that, like uh, bilingual, kind of like you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't believe Jeff Gordon. No, he I, did
1: his best, and and uh, yeah, well, it, it was straight to a meat that, shop. That's I mean, he was right. Butchered. Yeah, yeah, I remember him saying I saw that clip. Um,
0: I didn't see him getting hired. Like, I didn't think he was – I was unaware he was in the running.
1: Yeah, I didn't see the candidates, and I'm not sure what the process was, but he came out. He was fairly cocky about it. He was like, you know, clearly, you know – I was the the most equipped for this job, and and you know I'm really excited about it. So they're going to be sellers. I mean Ben Sherrod's going to be gone, no doubt. I mean they've got to really take a long look at uh, what they got going there, and uh, uh, and decide you know where are we going. There's a lot to be done. For sure, a lot to be done. Um, but Nate, February schedule was released uh, for the NHL, and there are some Canadian teams that are going to be playing very frequently. I think uh, the is it sixteen games that the senators play in February?
0: Uh I think so. I know up and coming too, they have like there's a lot of teams that have like seven games, 14 days. I think I saw Vancouver had seven in thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Um I think Edmonton was actually on the low end there. I think they have six in like sixteen, I want to say. So they're not completely piled on, but
1: Nate, is that camera usually have a light on somewhere? Yeah. It does? Yeah, it does. Okay. Just yeah. let me check that out quick. Sure. Is it dead? All right, well. We'll get some editing done. Uh, we'll see how much we've got to clip out. It, it could be uh, a funny little uh, to be continued. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, clip it in there. Um, but uh, but yeah, the February. I mean, February is going to be mayhem um, when it comes to the NHL. And and uh, yeah, we're. Really, I'm really excited about it. I mean, uh, like I said, Nate, uh, a lot of games for Winnipeg, a lot of games for uh, for Ottawa. And I mean, yeah. uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know what teams can get in the mix, and we'll see if the playoff picture can continue. Uh, to uh, to formulate, but, uh, but APJ Tour, I mean, last week, this Russell Henley character, man, I'm telling you right now, I forget what major it was last year, but he was off to a hot start. Like, he was leading the entire tournament, and I had a feeling that he was brewing up just to crap his pants because... <laughs> He was up by five shots making the turn on on Sunday, and Hideki Matsuyama, and then he went on to blow it in the bunker on 10, double 11 or something along those lines, ends up going to a playoff, and Hideki Matsuyama hits maybe the best three I would have ever seen in my life.
0: That was the most disgusting. I watched that, I think, 15 times in a row. Yeah. It was just the sound of it was ridiculous. It was an absolute dart. It was, what, 277?
1: 277. Yeah. Uh, uh two seventy six, two seventy seven, and he hits this high fade three wood to three feet, taps <laughs> in for eagle, and says, "Thank you very much." Yeah. we'll see you later, Russell.
0: It's a tough one, though. You know what I mean? You go into a playoff, and like, you, you see, for Russell, it's almost like you wanted to wrap that up before the playoff hole oh, because you 100%. get in there against a guy like Matsuyama, and it's going to be like, you and, know, this guy is he can play, man. Like, you know what I mean? And
1: it's like, well for a long time, man. Hideki Matsuyama couldn't get it done to me, but now look, I mean, he's a, He's the past Masters champion, he's got three wins in the last 18 starts. I mean, Hideki Matsuyama is finding a way to close out now events, and that's scary for the golf world. It's good for the golf world. Exciting. I mean, the Japanese golf fans, golf is huge in Japan, and, I mean, he is... He is certainly the highlighted figure there, and, and uh, you know, what an incredible win that was for Hideki Matsuyama, and, and congrats, I think there was five guys in our one-and-done pool who mm-hmm. were on Hideki last week, so, I mean, it uh, puts us in the whole millions of dollars. It does, it does. Uh, I was actually right just going to bring that up. Yeah, uh, Who
0: did you end up taking again?
1: I took Webb Simpson, mm-hmm. who ended up tying, uh, he made the cut, thankfully, but he only made it was 16K, eh? yeah, he, he made yeah. it on the number, so... Um, yeah,
0: but I mean, you, there's so much time left. You get a, you oh, get a yeah. top ten, something yep. like that. You know, as long as you can make those cuts, you're still making some money each week. So
1: for sure, yeah, for sure. I mean, but the thing is, is that like, if you make a cut, like a guy like Web Simpson, like you know, to, to make sixteen thousand bucks and to to lose to a guy who made one point three million. I mean, you're gonna have to pick some top tens, top five winners to, to get back in the mix. For sure. Um, but uh, but this week, the the American Express Open. We talked a little bit about it last episode. Uh, in California, they play three different courses, so it's a they play La Quinta, the Stadium Course. And uh, gosh, I forget the name of the other one, but uh, but it's a it's a cut after fifty four holes. Twosomes they play with two celebrities. It's a pro am event, um, so it'll be interesting to see. It's always weird when they're playing three different courses and, and yep. the courses you know some are hard, some are difficult, or some are easy. Uh, some you know some days uh, you know more some are more scoreable. That's what I don't like about that.
0: What the uh, just when you have. Oh, that some courses are easier.
1: Well, so one day it could be perfect weather on one cor- on all three courses, right? And then the next day it could be rainy and windy, and then one of the courses is is you know is extremely tough on a windy, rainy day. Just the consistency of it all kind of is in, it it's it's not uh, a competitive level playing field, but yeah. uh, it is what it is, really.
0: Yeah, uh, it's I find that there's mixed. Um Mixed courses things are always such a mess. Like, there's always something that's so bizarre. Do you remember what was it we talked about? It was the women's, one of the women's tournaments, and the driving range was set up like super poorly. You remember that? Yeah. It could I, only hit like 200 yards or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I
1: think it was the U.S. Open last year. and They were yes. playing a, a two course at the U.S. Open and, and they were hitting at both ends of the range. That was odd. Um, but, uh, Benita, who'd you get? Who's your one and done guy this week?
0: Uh, unfortunately, it is Corey Connors. Okay. He is three over.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. So
0: I'm looking like I'm going to be making negative money this week.
1: Well, you never know with the 54-hole cut it gives you True. an extra round it to get back in the mix. Uh, I'm on Abraham answer. I know he's missed. Uh, he missed last week's cut, but uh, but he gained strokes uh, across the board outside of, of the greens. He lost strokes uh, putting last week, so it's uh, kind of the statistics I've been diving into: strokes, strokes gained off the tee, strokes gained uh, around the green, strokes gained, um, you know, approach. So uh, so it kind of tells you you know how, how they how they're playing in different facets of the game compared to the field and, and, and he only lost in one facet, missed the cut so if he can get his putting back to, 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 uh, to typical form uh, I think he should have a good week hes well, had a good history there well he
0: started off hot too I think he's at the time of the recording anyway he's I think through 10 he's three under yeah okay so I mean yep yeah, he's right, it's he'll be right certainly looking better for you than it is for me <laughs> for sure. you that three over I'm screwed we'll see. I can't get Corey Connors man
1: can't Get him right. I can't know?
0: get him right when I take him, he, he's terrible, and when I do not take him, he's light.
1: Yeah, that's odd. It, every time though. he's a guy he can go eight under, nine under, like he's such a good ball striker. Yeah. Uh, you know, his proximity to the hole I think last week was just insane. Yeah, uh, Nate, before I move moving to the UFC and, and out of the PGA, I wanted to talk about uh, Ash K. Bahita. Uh, he's a young 19 year old golfer. On uh, if you follow golf on social media, you'll know who he is. Uh, you know, he's kind of been an up-and-coming golfer. He's, played, he's had a few starts in the PGA Tour. Uh, but he won the Corn Ferry Tour uh, this week uh, in Bahamas. And he had an absolute rocket on the bag. So a few months back, he's been DMing this girl. They are they end up hooking up. They're, I mean, that's his girlfriend now. But he brings her to the Bahamas, gets her on the bag to caddy. She knows nothing about golf. He goes and wins the event. I mean... <laughs> Talk about having a cock the size of a foot long sub. That's I mean,
0: absolutely... Some say longer. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Hilarious, too. I saw the thing uh Fitz and Well shared. Yeah. And I was looking at that. I'm like, "What is going on here?" And uh, I believe Fitz and Well indeed said it was also a little out of context the way they had it set up in the uh the way they presented it online, I guess. yeah. yeah. they made it I'm, seem like I'm it was a
1: like... credit where credits due. I shared that to the group. But... Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. I thought it was Fitz and Well. But no, Fitz and Well did resp- respond by saying yes. it is a little out of context cuz right. they said you know, he it, They well, made he it didn't sound even like, know her. Yes. They made yeah. it sound like he was DMing her that week. Ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: It's like, hey, what are you? you you're free this week? Yeah. You want to go out for dinner? Maybe uh, grab the bag? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And we do got to so give credit. With, play golf, too, if you want yeah yeah, um.
1: yeah, 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 um, uh, yeah, uh Wow. Yeah. But, uh, but no, we do got to give Fitz and Well the credit where Chris, uh uh do He did pick uh, Hideki Matsuyama on did. our Instagram best bet. So so shout out to, to Fitz and Well for that. I mean,
0: good on him, too. I, I completely called him right on the bat. Yeah. On my uh, personal account, I went on and it said, Fitz and well, I you're trying to lose.
1: Yeah, yeah. He won. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he picks up <that> winner. <laughs> like, what a guy. <laughs> I think it's his fourth winner uh, since we've been doing that. I mean, we don't have any need, so. No, I mean, so
0: Fitz and well. So it's a good thing Fitz and well in the mix. Fitz and well knows what he's doing out there.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a big UFC weekend, I, mm-hmm. I know we don't talk talk about it a lot, but but there's only really one marquee event each month. Uh, it's a heavyweight championship. Francis Ngannou, who's an absolute monster, is taking on Cyril Gane, uh, who who ended up being our beating our guy Derek Lewis uh, in his last fight. So they will be fighting the it for the uh, for the beast for the for the heavyweight championship. I'm on Francis Ngannou. It should be extremely exciting uh, for the for the heavyweight belt.
0: Yeah, I'll be rolling him as well. We'll probably do a watch party for that, I'd imagine as well. Yep. Um, well, then again, those things start so damn late. Yeah, I, I don't like think we will this week just because we've yeah. got the NFL going. Right. And, uh, yeah. and, yep. uh,
1: but, I mean, we'll, we'll be keeping, we'll, we'll have the undercard on maybe on in the rotation. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, it's I always mean,
0: nice having the rotation going during the watch party because yeah. like, the odd person comes in, Are you guys watching golf? It's yeah, like, yeah. well, for a
1: second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we don't
0: yeah. watch commercials. No, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: we're not in the business of watching ads.
0: I also saw, did you see Nate Diaz with the call out? Yeah, who
1: was he calling
0: out? He's trying to get Poirier. He said to the UFC, he said, stop playing around, just book the fight. Okay. that's like, all right, let's get it going. I wouldn't hate seeing an ADS uh, Poirier.
1: No, no, there's bl- there's be bloodshed in that. I mean, that yes. guy, I-, I don't know if that guy goes down. Like, I've never seen a guy, like, he could there's... look like a zombie from The Walking Dead by the end of the fight, <laughs> but he's still standing. Yeah, that's he's crazy. still going. Um, but, uh, but another fight Nate the flyweight championship, Brandon Moreno versus uh, DaVincian Fiorito. Fur- Divison Furiedo. Anyway, he's a Brazilian uh, fighter, and uh, Nate, I just wanted to to ask you. Guess what the weigh-in is for the flyweight. You know that's hilarious that you just
0: brought that up because I was about to pick your brain and be like, "What
1: the hell is flyweight? Like, yeah. what is the weight? The weigh-in for it? Yeah,
0: 120. Lower. 110.
1: Lower. No, it's not. 108 100- to 112. So 110. Yes. 108.
0: Okay. <laughs> I mean these guys Dude, how do you get that small? Dude, like, I know girls that are like 108 and they're
1: tiny. Dude, dude, man, like but remember we we have to we I have know. to remember that there'll be 140 fighting. Yes. Yeah, 140 Which is just to like, 150. What are we doing? I don't you get know? it. It's so yeah. stupid, it's, man. A, it's a competition it to see who can kill themselves. Yeah,
0: and it's just foolish too, because it's like, all right, we're gonna go in one oh eight and then we're gonna pack on forty pounds before the fight and then just go for the one of the hardest Physical competitions you can do. Yeah. After changing my body three different ways in the span of like two weeks.
1: Yeah, it's it, it is insane. Um, but uh, it's to me interesting to see what that camera gives to us for some footage here, Nate. It is going to be. I'm a little interesting. worried about it.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, there's there could very well be a massive part of the entire podcast completely shut out, Greg. We'll and, we'll,
1: uh, we'll figure it out. It's not but, good for uh, anyone uh, involved. But Nate, it's time for the segment, and we're bringing uh, back a fan favorite, the playbook. So, uh, just for the listeners, just to kind of. Uh, you know, brief everyone on how this goes. So we give each other hypothetical situations and uh, or or decision-making opportunities. And we've got to kind of describe what our play would be in that situation. Yeah. Um, Nate, you want to start things off?
0: I'll uh, start her off. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with this one first because I have an initial question I want to ask you about it first. Sure. So this isn't the question, but say you were given tickets to go to Bruins Stanley Cup Final... Or a Super Bowl? Which one are you taking? Super Bowl with the Pats? You're taking the Super Bowl?
1: Gosh, that's a tough one, man. It is it's tough. A tough one. Uh, I, I'm going to go with the Pats. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 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 yeah. You know, the Super Bowl is it's just such an iconic event. Okay. And, so and this
0: uh, this isn't that wasn't the question. Okay. I was just picking your brain a little bit there because okay. and I made the right call. Okay. Um. So. Greg, your first one. You are given an option between Bruins Game Seven Stanley Cup Final tickets in Boston, yep, or Super Bowl tickets in New England. Patriots are playing, but you're in the nosebleeds, way up for the Super Bowl. What are you doing?
1: uh gosh, uh, I'm gonna go to to the Bruins Game Seven and just just do the seating, thing. glass seats. Yeah. Glass like, seats or nosebleeds. Yeah. I'm going to the Bruins. And, and TD Garden, I mean, that place oh, would be electric. Dude. she uh, actually showed out to a friend of the show, John Deacon, has been to a playoff game at the Garden and Ooh. said it was outrageous. What game did he go to? Uh, I, I couldn't name it off the top of my head. It might have been Leafs Bruins. Oh. Um, but, uh, but we'll have to ask Johnny about that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean – you know, there's something about being way up in the stadium. This, I mean, the seats the seats are still fine, but you're freezing your tail off. Kills it. Um, you know, you it's gotta tough, have good man. seats, man. You gotta pay if you're going. You gotta pay to play, man. You do. You gotta you pay do. to play. I
0: remember the amount of times like someone would, you know, what I mean, uh, even being Halifax, going to go to a Moosehead's game, and yep. uh, you know, you, you leave someone in charge who's getting the tickets, and they kind of they kind of screw it off a little bit. They don't pay enough attention. The next thing you know, you're you're sitting in the very back wall.
1: Isn't that the sketchiest bleeds maybe in sports history in the, Halifax? The heads? Yeah. yeah,
0: you're better off watching it on the TV screens but up top.
1: Isn't there like the roof over your head that looks like the a the diagonal roof, roof? The roof
0: hangs out in front of you. Yeah, you can yeah. barely see the ice. Yeah, it's, it's like you're in uh, the Islanders' old rink there. Yeah, the Coliseum. One where there's, you're sitting sideways. No, not even the Coliseum. Okay. The one they put. Uh, well, it's the one where the Nets play. Okay. Yeah. Um, what, what's it called? Anyway, uh-huh. it, it doesn't matter. But it wasn't set up for. Uh, it wasn't set up for hockey, so they have like those seats. Remember they had the car in the back. You remember that? They'd have the car in the stands like it was in like Europe.
1: Okay. Do you okay. remember that? Yeah, yeah. I'm not I don't know if I do.
0: Okay. Well, some of the seats were cheaper there as well because you'd sit like the ice would be here straight obstructive ahead. View obstructive,
1: Wait, view, seat, yeah, obstructive view seats. Sideways.
0: Obstructive view seats. Obstructive view. But it was like unwatchable obstructive view. Like some <sighs> points you had to stand up. Yeah, yeah. Like it was outrageous. But uh, anyway.
1: All right. Well, I'll start off with my sports uh, playbook. I've got some more outrageous uh, questions to come. But Nate, if you could predetermine one NHL fight, who would be the two contestants?
0: I got to go. I'm going to set the stage, too. Okay. It's MSG. And it's right at center ice. And it's Wilson and Reeves. Those two have been like, I don't think they've ever fought. Okay. They may have a long time ago, but I'm not sure they have. And there's been so much back and forth, and I just want to see those two throw it.
1: Speaking of a heavyweight bout, gosh, that would be a heavyweight bout. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. I thought you were bringing one up. No, I was no, waiting no, for no, it. Like, no. Speaking of a heavyweight, and I was like,
1: just, oh. just on the topic of fighting, did you see Zach McEwen, a PEI boy, take on Chara? Chara?
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, it's just uh, the, the fact that people are still making the decision to drop the gloves with that guy.
0: It always ends with blood. It does. Like, he has. Dude, he's got a longer reach than... A centipede amongst ants.
1: I mean, like, it's, it's uh, he, uh, Char, I mean, he's such a good guy. He's like asking him if he's okay after the fight.
0: Yeah, I know. He uh, is a you good know,
1: dude, It's man. like just like beating the wheels off the guy. And it's like, man, are you good? <laughs> are you good? Well, well,
0: what was it? It might have been Pete Blackburn who tweeted too. It's like, only in hockey do you absolutely beat the wheels off someone and then ask them if they're all right right yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous.
1: Um, or yeah, okay, yeah, you're up. Oh, my second one. Okay, yeah.
0: so Brock Lesnar. Okay. And the boys. Yeah. So I'll let you fill in who the boys are. But okay. I'm thinking it's uh, The Undertaker, a <laughs> couple of the other boys, you yeah. know, the wrestling boys. There's a gang. Yeah. So they've invited you out to a wrestling match. You're, this is a day your anxiety's peaking. Like you're yep. not feeling great. Yep. But these guys are kind of intimidating you. They're like, you're getting in the ring with us. We're going hard in the paint. Like chairs are getting swung. And you have to do it in a speedo. So it's you and a Speedo with Brock Lesnar and the boys. And I'll be honest, there's no real real option here. It's just, are you doing it or are you not doing it? I'm in there.
1: 100%. I'm in there. I've got the Speedo on. Yeah, I'm going to be reckless, man. I'm I'm going in full force. Uh, It's just kind of one of those mindsets. You just got to be like, dude, let's own this. And you get in there and you take an absolute beating in a Speedo.
0: I would Honestly, I want to go to a WWE sometime just to see the crowd. It would probably scare the living hell out of you. I'm a little
1: worried about going to a UFC event and a a WWE event because, like, it's just, like... It's an aggressive crew. (laughs) It's an aggressive crew. Like, all of a sudden, like, you're in, like, a guillotine, like, you're getting slammed, and you're like, whoa, what's going
0: on? like, you're never going to be in the ring. Like, I know you like it, but, like, dude, you're not a kid anymore. You don't have to be fighting. You see that so much, too. You ever been to, like, uh, you go to a watch party with some guys, and, like, there's always one dude who gets a little a Little too far over, yeah. They want to oh, yeah. wrestle oh, yeah. while the fight's yeah. going on, oh, yeah. dude. Are yeah. are do
1: you have a brain capacity of a six year old? Like, oh, what I are know. we doing, man? I mean, I mean, it's honestly that happens not only at UFC and wrestling watchers, that just happens in general when uh, you get enough guys jerking. It's like, I, anybody want to wrestle? It's like, okay, it's, all right. I hate when people do
0: that, yeah, yeah. It's literally my least favorite thing to do is wrestle, oh. and I see it so often. It's like, yeah.
1: boys, like, yeah, let's take it cut in. it. All right, Nate, you have. The power to make anything that's illegal in this world legal. What's your play? Anything illegal. And I was thinking about this before, you know, as I've wrote up the question. It's a tough question. It is It's a polarizing answer. Coming. It is, but uh, it's
0: pretty obvious answer for me, and it's meth. You know, I think it's really <laughs> hard. <laughs> I think people really give it a bad rap, and it's not that. I'm no. <laughs> Just imagine if yeah, yeah. go on like a five minute yeah, tangent, yeah. but like how
1: it's really opened man. up my mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I have never felt better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, um, no, something to legalize. Oh man, you know, there's so many things I'm thinking of right now, and like I want to say, like I don't know, speeding, but that's yeah. not that's not a great one. I mean, like you know what I mean? It's like there's so many little. Or, or I'm th- you know, actually, you know what? It's something here that I think should be more lenient. It's in Europe. It's a thing. Um, dude, just being able to walk down the streets with an alcoholic beverage. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I shouldn't have to be afraid yeah. when I'm walking down the road with it. It's yeah. it's, it's, a beer. For I should sure. be able to do that. And I believe in, like, England or somewhere in Europe. I think that's all. Oh, yeah. I'll go, it's kosher. But, And I'm sure, surely to God, I'm missing something here. Something, like, very, like, like I feel like there could be something that actually would change the world. That's illegal. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna go with alcohol in public. Yeah, I don't mind. So it. I don't how about mind that? It. All right, Greg. Third one. You're an MSG game seven NBA final. Yep. You're down on the court. we say say for instance, we're there for DI stuff. You know, we're doing a little interviews and stuff like that. We're down there anyway. The anthem singer has fallen. She can't get up. Turns out she's also throwing up. She's quite sick. She has to leave. This is like, it's religious night, right? Do you grab the mic? That's the question. You're the only one who can possibly do it. Do you do it, or do you just pretend there's no anthem that night?
1: I can't do it. No, I don't know the anthems. I can sing along to them, but if I was on the spot, in the middle, nervous, I don't know if I could recite them.
0: The American one would be tough. Yeah, I think the I think the I think you'd get the Canadian. Like one. I used I to sing the out.
1: Canadian one every single. I is that not talked the, about enough? What the, the, the in standing elementary up in school? school?
0: It was ridiculous, dude. There's a few <laughs> things that happened in elementary school that
1: every morning, <laughs> dude. It was here incredible. comes like, the anthem. It's yeah. like they're playing this just choppy recording of the oh, anthem that's over so the intercom. So
0: true. It was, you knew like the yeah. principals and stuff. They had no idea what they were doing, like technologically wise. Yeah. So they were just literally they grabbing a radio. Mic. Up yeah, holding yeah, up the, yeah. the mic up to the yeah, radio. Yeah.
1: Doing it. that was brutal anyway and then you get some brutal. superhero in the class just belting it out oh, the rest yeah. of us are whispering anyway One guys
0: standing with their hands behind their back yeah like that's yep. red flag anyway 100 <laughs> future school shooter for sure yeah um but i'm not doing it nate i'm not doing it man i would do it all right it would be all time yeah, yeah. if you went up there you know screw up the lyrics you're you're gonna yeah. be a you know i mean it's gonna be an all-time think of like some of the anthem videos you've seen in the back in the day yeah, I mean, you got that guy who slipped on the rug. The girl who fell. Remember the girl who oh, fell? Oh, jeez, that one was tough. That, one that was, was so tough. tough. She ate so it and tough. then ate it again. No, she she was out there. She didn't eat it. She was scared. Like she got nervous, oh, okay. and she left. And then they were like, "Come on!" Like she she, she got she... enough courage to come back out, and then she slipped and fell. Man, oh. she left crying. I feel so bad for her.
1: Yeah, that's that's definitely on the top ten things you hate to see. But and, uh, and
0: Sports Center just pumps that back and yeah, forth oh, on yeah. like this place. Like yeah. she's probably trying to have breakfast somewhere. Like, yeah, turn yeah, it yeah, off. yeah. You like, see that there? I already lived. That's me.
1: Yeah. Um, probably wondering how I got in this situation. No. <laughs> All right, now you've got a choice of unlimited services the rest of your life, whether it be a chef, chauffeur, housekeeper, or anything that you can think of, which aspect would you like to have unlimited of for free for the rest of your life? Okay, well, so I only get one? Yep. Okay. Um,
0: I was thinking, as you say chauffeur, I was thinking that would be cool, but... I mean, it'd be pretty cool, just like you know what I mean. Your
1: car just yeah, rolls up. Yeah, yeah. You're in the you back are. seat wherever you're going, and you're hopping onto the back seat. That'd but that also sweet. requires like a sick whip, and you know, yeah. it's like. Well, I'm
0: assuming you would just get one in this situation, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I'd probably go with the chef, though. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't love cooking that yeah. much, and food tastes better when it's prepared for you, no doubt. So I'm, uh, I'm gonna go with the chef. I think that's chef. the right answer. Yeah, I think
1: that's the right answer. I mean. You'd see athletes all the time kind of trending in the direction of of hiring a chef, paying them 200 K a year and just, you know, or even more and, and, uh, and just having them cook for them, you know, 24 seven, it just seems like the, the, you know, the appropriate answer. I mean, you know, yeah, you're like me, Nate, and, you know, I haven't really taken cooking seriously. Uh, like I'm a
0: big, like, frozen broccoli-in-the-pan guy. Yeah. Cook some chicken breast up, throw the frozen broccoli in, and that's about her. Yeah, like, for sure. And it's t- it's tough. It's a tough look.
1: Definitely. You know, you've got a rotation. I've got a rotation of, like, three, four things that, you know, I'm solid at. But then, like, I can't make a gourmet meal. Like, if I had a girl over and she wanted me to cook, it would be a tough scene, man. Oh, dude. It would be a tough would say, I would have 3 bottles of wine pre pre dinner. <laughs> yeah, they would be like what's
0: like, that? That wow. tastes
1: pretty good. Yeah,
0: it's, it's like I like anything right now. So it's you actually want from Kansas <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plant-based. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> did you see those? Yeah, oh yeah yeah. Oh my god. Plant-based. Plant-based Kentucky fried chicken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who are you kidding? me? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. No, you're consumers. Oh, it's ridiculous.
0: Uh, yeah, a good answer. Um I was gonna ask you too. If, say you were in that situation where you did have a girl over and she wanted something like gourmet. Like, what is the best thing you think you could whip up that wouldn't be absolutely terrible?
1: Yeah, I've got a salad that I make. It's got uh, kind of like uh, <laughs> what uh, well, it's like, like a mixed vegetables on spinach with chicken breast cut up, and uh, and I I go ranch franks on it. But you could go with whatever, what like an Italian. Uh, but it's a it's a nicely cooked chicken breast. Uh,
0: so it's basically, it's spinach and chicken.
1: Yeah. With a mix with peppers, mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's a good, yeah. Yeah. That's my, those are my
0: go-to. Those are delicious too. Yeah. That's my go-to. Um, I don't know what the best thing I can make. Probably like a pad thai. Yeah. be about it. Solid. Yeah. It's, it's still not anywhere near. But that's something that like
1: I'm going to take in the next five years of my life is like a solid, like, like month or two cooking class where it's once a week you go in and you learn a couple meals and you learn how to really do things in yeah. you know what that's screw that youtube and, and everything's online i i take yeah, that you back gotta,
0: what are you gonna go to Sobies and get into one of those cooking <laughs>
1: classes they got going like <laughs> could you ridiculous. imagine
0: sitting in i think i would last 10 minutes i'm like I, I can't. Yeah, i'm sorry no, yeah. no not happening all right greg last one yep you're born in the year 1000 okay you uh you're born you don't really know what's going on you go into a coma for 15 years, you wake up as a 15-year-old. Yep. Same build as you were when you were 15. Yep. And you, when you wake, bastard. When you wake up from this coma, you are in the Coliseum. You are sitting there in the middle. There is nowhere to go. All you see is you're 100 yards back, the lion's 100 yards the other way, and in the middle of that arena, there is a giant sword. What is your move? There's no getting out.
1: It, 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 this it, It's funny. You, you kind of bring this situation to light. Um, I, this reminds me of a dodgeball game and uh you know it's it, you know you kind oh, of yeah. at the very beginning of a dodgeball game right. when the balls are lined up across the middle i was never a guy Did i would you, wait i was just get I oh would me wait. too me yeah. too yeah let people just, chill too. out you like, know
0: the only guys in school the only guys who ran to the middle were those kids that the ran heroes. with their arms behind their backs <laughs> in the yeah. hall dude. those are the only guys or the other guys that had like were wearing swim trunks for gym shorts those
1: yeah. guys <laughs> so those guys are, yeah, are bad right in the middle but the thing is it's like you know there's just so much unpredictability when you go to the center for the ball i mean i you know Dude, it's man. I, I would much rather dodge these muffins that people are throwing and then have a ball and absolutely whiz the wheels off people 100%. than go out and get a guy who who gets to the ball before me and law ball one at my knee and then I'm done for the game. No shot. The
0: the funniest thing when you were playing those was like playing You'd get those kids that just like really weren't dialed in on sports. Yeah. Did you, did you ever do the play where like you'd grab two balls, you'd lob one up in the air? Oh. And you'd see them, they'd be like, it's. Ugh. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, I mean. It's like all oh, this trick in the book. It was. It was. And and you know what? You know what's terrible, Is you know exactly who you could get it with and who you couldn't. Yeah. 100%. And, and oh, oh, gosh. What? It, it, I just it brings me back, man. I used to rifle balls like anyway. <laughs> okay, and I, uh, <laughs> oh man! I mean, I've got a cannon of no. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyways, uh, so the question? Uh, yeah, I, I'm going for the sword as fast as I can. The
0: line gonna be there? Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> is the line going like I don't know if the line's going directly for the sword or if it's gonna. Well, I feel like,
0: like if you start moving. It's going after you. For
1: sure. But you've got a hundred yard gap. So when you're talking about a big cat predator, they're oftentimes not as predictable as you would think. Um, you know, they might uh, eye you up. They, I mean, they're going to circle you up a bit, you know. Well, remember, you. I think you've got time to get to that sword. Uh, not that I've got experience with no. big cats, but I've definitely been educated when I've been working in the mountains and talking right. about like cougars well, and do stuff. Do you
0: remember that video not that long ago with that guy? He was out in the woods and he had to keep throwing rocks at like that mountain lion. That was oh, on. dude. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow! Insane. That's um, an absolute hiccup. But uh, it's one of my biggest fears. I'm. Uh, I've had some of my worst anxiety periods when uh, when hiking mountains, just due to the fact that I know grizzly bears are out there and right. I know the cougars are out there and and uh, and yeah, and you just and, don't really
0: have anything to defend yourself.
1: No, cha- no, I never really? carried anything. No. Uh, well.
0: You don't think of it, right? You're going for a hike. Some people
1: would always have like bear spray with them, which which made me feel good. But I didn't have it. No. Um, Even then, you, you know, got to get dangerously close to that bear for this, the spray. This is a crazy story, Nate. I'm going to tell you. And I don't know if it's true or not, but this is a story they always told when I was working in Jasper. So there was this trail that wraps around. So if you've ever been to Jasper, Alberta, if you haven't, it's a very small town. It's three hours uh, west of Edmonton, five hours north of Calgary, right in the middle of the mountains. It's a beautiful town, but there's this kind of like this walking trail right around the town, kind of in, uh, you know, about, you know, I would say 10 minutes up the mountains. But this guy was biking, and uh, and he f- and he was flying down this path and he hit a baby grizzly flew over his handlebars and uh and the next thing he knew the mom was running at him swiped him hit his backpack which he had two cans of bear spray they both exploded and and he got away no way isn't that insane oh my god yeah so talk about your life flashing you know i feel like, like that that's that's crazy. probably true because yeah. that's... It's not really something that you make up. You and he was told all the time at the yeah. lodge.
0: How do you make that up? Yeah, too? exactly. It's like, and in the bag yeah. he had, it's like... Yeah. What is crazy? this ghost story?
1: We like, sold it in the, in the pro shop at the golf course, uh, Bear Spray. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah anyway, uh, you have the ability to live in one animated world, a game, a, a, it's funny how we bring this up. The metaverse is, is now, you know, making headlines and people are telling you to get in there. I, I'm i going to tell you right now, I'm not going to be a metaverse guy, but if there's, if there's a game or something animated, you could go live in hmm. for, you know, any period of time you want to whether it was a week, I'm going to go live in this game for a week. What would it be?
0: Well, I'll tell you what it wouldn't be. What? Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Can you imagine just like walking down the road and be like, ah, eh, <laughs> Guys, like, <laughs> like, it's just absolute mayhem. Out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's one I wouldn't live in. Uh, I feel like there's someone listening that's, like, a big-time, like, fantasy movie person and be like, dude, like, Harry Potter, Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm not – no, not Harry Potter. No. I'm not getting wizards after me. Uh, man, that's really hard. I would probably go with um, – maybe give me – I was going to say Lord of the Rings, but I'm not doing that either. No shot. No. Maybe – how long, how long again, sorry, did you say? Whatever you want.
1: Whether it be a day, an
0: hour, a week, the rest of your life. I feel like I'm missing something that I really want to uh,
1: say, but check I, out the fantasy world of. Yeah, maybe no. like Avatar. Okay. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> not. I don't know. I was thinking Call of Duty.
0: No! <laughs> no! I'd be getting teabagged. That would be terrible oh, up there. man.
1: All that right. Well, sketch. listen. That's the end of the playbook this week. Um, and we'll be back... On uh, what is today, Nate? Today's Thursday. So this is Friday's episode. We'll be back Monday. Yep. Uh, we appreciate you all listening. I mean, we don't know how long the uh, the camera. So all you YouTube watchers, thank you for tuning in, and thank you for dealing with the technical difficulties. All you audio consumers, thank you for tuning in and dealing with that brief. Uh, I'll go back and listen through it, but I don't think it was too. Uh, could be
0: really really funny, honestly. Yeah, it's that's like, right. Uh,
1: Nate, is that camera generally on? <laughs> like,
0: I believe so, Greg. It's a one minute please. Come back. All right. Well, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. that
1: could be a hilarious clip. Um, but uh, but no, we all we appreciate you guys listening. So February first is the big date for merch. So yes. continue to follow along. We'll be doing some giveaways. We've got some uh, some fans, some followers um, that uh, we've you know we've got to uh, get in touch and get some addresses because we've got some stuff to send you. But but listen, we appreciate you guys tuning in as always, and Nate, we'll catch you on Friday. sir. Sounds good, buddy. All right.